And we're rolling. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Katie from the Crypt. I'm adorable. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Katie from the Crypt. Starring your host Katie and my co-host Daddy. Hello everybody out there. This is the third try. We're having some technical difficulties. We got like six minutes in and then it stopped and... Yeah, the the recording just suddenly cuts out. And we were having this great conversation about the movie Frankenstein, which has nothing to do with the movie that we're talking no. about today. But no. who doesn't want to talk about Frankenstein's masterpiece? Anyways, this month we have a theme going. Our first theme of the year. May the 4th of the franchise. Be with you. Oh. It's okay. You're not a Star Wars fan. so. No. Yesterday was May the 4th. We're actually recording this episode on the day. It's supposed to be released because we're slackers. And what we're doing this month is May the 4th movie of a franchise. Be with you. So, starting this week with... Oh, Scream, that's your cue. Scream 4. I'm watching Scream 4. It's in the first time we've seen Scream 4. No. We watched it not too long ago just because we were like, you want to Scream 4? Like, yeah. Okay, let's watch Scream 4. Yeah, we ran through those movies. Uh, I think we all enjoyed them. Yeah. They're great movies. They're solid flicks. And fourth was a soft reboot. It's my favorite one out of all of them. Really? Yeah. Okay, so this movie came out in 2011. It's a little old by today's standards, but it has all of the modern internet, streaming, social media aspects of it. Why is this your favorite? I didn't know that. Um. Well, because I don't really remember... One or three. <laughs> so by default. And um, two, I only remember the first bit in the movie theater where the lady is yeah. like with her husband in the movie theater and she's like, all these people have the masks on. And she mm-hmm. gets stabbed. She walks up on the movie stage. She's like. <laughs> yeah, that's Will Smith's wife. Yeah. You, know, you know who Will Smith is? Um, Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's his... Uh, I, I watched a video with him the other day. I watched a video of him and Tom Holland were doing a escape room. Oh, really? Yeah. Were they in a movie together? I don't think so. Huh, that's They're interesting. Like friends or something. Wow. Oh, I'm buddies with Will Smith. I would always call him Fresh Prince. But like, what's up, Fresh Prince? He'd hate me. <laughs> uh, okay, so, well, it's, it's not my... It's not my favorite, but I'm not surprised this movie would be your favorite because it, it it goes back to like its roots. So you know, the first movie it's teenagers in school and high school. The second one is college. The third one is like a Hollywood meta commentary, and they're all adults. And so you wouldn't understand that kind of thing no. because you're 12. So I, so this I'll one be would in high school before I'm an adult. Oh, don't tell me you'll be there before you know it. So why don't you give us a little bit a uh, little bit of what this movie's about? Okay, so it's. About teenagers. <gasps> dun, dun, I never dun. would have thought, really. <laughs> um, so it's about these kids, and it's Sydney, and her, like her, her and her cousin are like the main characters, right. I'd say. Yeah, and this cousin's never come up before. No, her name is Jill, and she has a friend named Kirby, and they are in high school. And it is the anniversary of the Stab movie. Stab franchise. I think at this point in the movie universe, we're on to like Stab 6 or 7. Pretty sure it's 7. Because okay. they were at the, uh, they have like a Stab Fest. Stabathon. Kind of, where they watch all of the 7 movies. Yeah, boy, that takes some commitment. I could not just stand there. They don't mm-hmm. even have any chairs. Well, they're, they're kids. So they have, yeah, they, they rent out like this barn. 
and they put a bunch of lights and have a bunch of drinks and then they have the stabathon where it's all back to back, all night, all stab. Which sounds kind of fun, actually. Oh, I couldn't do that. You couldn't do it? No. You're going to sleep now. I'm just still tired. It's a little too early. You should be drinking coffee like me. I have to go to shadows today. You got to go to shadows. You can't, you can't be wired when you're going to your friend's house. This coffee is actually not that great. The cream that I bought uh, is awful. It's just terrible cream. We usually drink half, just half and half in this house, but it was all out, so I got like uh, Coffee Mate or something like that. It's just watery garbage. Well, yeah. there's Kirby, Jill, and Sydney. Oh, that's and, right. We're talking about a movie. I forgot. And, well, I have water, by the way. Oh, so healthy. Keeping healthy. Keep hydrated. Keep that skin. Yeah, lush, young, and flexible. I don't know. I look like Edward James almost. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> don't talk about you. It's all about me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That, that, that's very fitting for this movie. Don't oh, talk about you. It's all about me. Yeah, okay. We'll get to that okay. phrase later. Well, um, so there's these, these two boys, and their names are Charlie and Robbie, and they're friends, and they're kind of the... They're Charlie the, they're the head of the AV in there. club. Yeah, they're, they're the movie geek. They're, yeah. they're the, uh, the Jamie Kennedys. I forgot what Jamie Kennedy's character's name was in the franchise. I don't even know who he, he was the nerd. Who was like all into the horror movies? Who knew all the rules? How do we And how to survive them? And I can't think of his name. Oh, that's terrible. He's like, he's like the best character in the movies. So they broke into two people basically in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, they know all the horror movies, and they live stream everything. The one kid's mm-hmm. got a headset yeah. and a blog, and he live streams. So it's like them, and they're like, the killer would be smart if he live streamed the murders. Mm-hmm. And he was like. So it's just the movie is just about teenagers getting stabbed by Typical. in the scream costume, yep. just like every other of the scream movies. Pretty normal, yeah, yeah. That's why it's like a soft reboot. It's not taking it's not taking the franchise and it's not like Scream in Space, you know, or something like that. That's there are a lot of movies that have done that. I'm not really making that up. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Jason X in space. Leprechaun in space, Hellraiser 4, Bloodlines, takes place in space, although there's a lot of flashbacks. And that's actually a good movie, but it takes place in space. A lot of franchises go to space. Leprechaun goes to the hood. Hey, Leprechaun's in the hood, he's in space, you know, he, he really gets around. He gets everywhere. He gets around. He doesn't like to settle in one spot. He doesn't just stay in Ireland. Good for him. Good for him for breaking out of his comfort zone. You know, I guess one time Jason did go to Manhattan. So I guess I was about to say he's always in the woods by the lake, but no, he did. He went to Manhattan. Freddie usually is in dreams, but you know he came into the real world. Came into he the real saw world. reality. He never leaves Elm Street, though. Freddie, I don't know. I think I think Freddie's playing it safe. Eh. Leatherface, he never goes anywhere. <laughs> Just a redneck out in the woods. We yeah. like him. We like Leatherface. Yeah, Leatherface. You need to get me that poster. I haven't. I haven't found the right poster. I, I keep finding Text Chainsaw Massacre posters, but they're not the movie poster. And you want the movie poster? So I have like we have an office now instead of my playroom, and I got um, an Annabelle poster from from the, the theater. movie theater, and yeah. I was like, I want some more of these. 
So then I got, I found a Halloween poster, and I was like, well, I like that one, so I got that one. The night he came home. Yeah, it's it. like the pumpkin and like a little... Yeah, the, yeah, it's the actual, yeah, it's like one of the, like the movie posters, so <laughs> that kind of got us on. And then I come home one day, and in front of there was a Nightmare on Elm Street poster, and it's yeah. got like... Nancy or whoever, and she's like, oh, and then the bed, she's like, oh, and then there's like a claw over her with its claw hands. Yeah. It's like, Roar, I'm going to grab your curly hair and I'm going to straighten it. No! <laughs> <laughs> That's a great poster. I love that poster. I remember that poster as a kid. That really scared me, that, that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street one. Yeah, so we thought, you know, since you got that Annabelle movie poster, let's just keep this going. So you want a movie poster of your favorite horror movies, eh. which is Halloween, Friday 13th. Not Friday 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street. And Text Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. The only one I've been able to find right now is Text Chainsaw Massacre. I can get it in t-shirt form. That's not as cool, though, because well, I'm not just going to hang a t-shirt up on my wall. Well, you can wear the t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I can wear the t-shirt. Yeah. But, yeah, I haven't been able to find it. We'll, we'll get to that. So... Yeah, so we're on. We're reviewing Scream right now. Scream 4. Yeah, Scream 4 doesn't break any new ground, but it, it, it does introduce social media... Internet technology. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, they mentioned stuff like Twitter. and Well, they mentioned all of the Twitter, Facebook, I think probably even MySpace at the time because it's trying to move, trying to be relevant. I'll get into that later. So, yeah, the killer started up. We're, we're in an anniversary. Everybody's in Woods, Woodsboro yeah. um, because they either live there, like Deputy Dewey yeah. and Gail. Or they're I think Gail actually lives there. The- or their visit, yeah. Because, like, um, and- Sydney's doing a book tour. She's got the Out of the Shadows yeah. or something like that. And, and she's doing a book out tour. Of out of the Darkness. She's doing a book tour, so she's in, you know, town, which makes, yeah. she's in the town where it started. And that's where we're introduced to her younger cousin and her cast of people. So we have the old crew who's here, and we have this new cast that leads you to believe they're going to take over yeah. the franchise. Doesn't this, quite work out that way. I like this movie because it has nice twisties. Does it? It does. Yeah, you like the twists? Like, I bet if you watched this movie the first time, you wouldn't be able to guess who the killers were because it's got some nice little twisty twists. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We did not. We did not. I think we saw this with a group of friends, your mother and I. Um, definitely when it came out. We were real excited for it because we love this, this franchise. Yeah, I did not see it coming. I guess uh, spoilers. You know, ten-year-old movie. You haven't seen it. Are, are are you kids out there listening to this? Yeah. So we're just gonna like. Can we just fill up? Yeah. Let's just movie? let's just go and talk about it. Yeah. Yes. We've, got, we've got some time. I love these ones. It's so hard not to spoil things anymore. <laughs> yeah. Let's just. I love you. Thank let's just go back to the old format. Let's just tell okay. everybody what happens. Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> Um, so now you know we're gonna be spoiling in this little portion, and so should we just like full of tell them who the killers are? Yeah, we're gonna get beat by beat. But yeah, let's just yeah let's talk about some kills. Let's tell them who the killer is, how it ends. Okay. So, like, what's the first kill? The first kill is just probably some teenager. What in the opening? <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't I don't even know the connection. But but they're schoolmates. These two. Two high school girls are watching. the The opening is actually really cool oh, because it's like, it's multiple stab movies. Yeah, so it's like the first stab movie, and they get the call and they're like, "Hello!" They're watching, so yeah, so they're watching TV and they're just chilling and they're like, 
hello to the phone and they're like, what's your favorite scary movie? I think uh, the opening is it's Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell and they're watching, I don't know, like Scream 4. And Anna Paquin goes off about how awful these movies are and how exploitative they are and how you you see everything coming and then they get killed. And then it's like, oh no, you're actually watching like Scream 6. And then it like zooms out. Yeah. Or Stab 6. I was like, we're watching Scream 4, how can they? And it was like... They were just watching something on the TV, and then it zooms out, and it was like stabbed six, and then yeah. they were, and then it was like two other girls, mm-hmm. and it was like it, it was them, and then the same thing happens to them, and then it zooms out, and it's like stabbed five, and then it's, <laughs> and then it, that's when it actually, it's like it actually is. Yeah, that, that opening's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like how they play on. Uh, the the original Scream opening was a, was a famous movie star, and you expect her to live, but she dies in the opening, which was a real shocker. Drew Barrymore, and and this one does the Isn't kind of. Is she like the fancy lady on the like, uh, like money shows? Money shows. And she like turns the letters and stuff. Oh no, that's Vanna White. Are you talking about like on Wheel of Fortune? I thought that was her. No, that's Fanna White. Yeah, she, she's got to be in her 60s. Her. No, Drew Barrymore, uh, she was in E.T. when she was like five. Uh, she was in, um, uh, what was that, 51st Dates. She's been, I'm, I'm naming Charlie's Angels. She's in the couple. Why would you name your girl child Drew? That's a boy name. I don't know. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, I don't know. She's adorable as all get out, though. <laughs> been a lot of movies, 80s and 90s. And. And then she's in this one. But, yeah, so it kind of plays on that. But, yeah, the, the whole thing in the movie is internet and people getting Stabby, killed Stabby. on the internet. And and filming it for yeah. the internet. Which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, some of the kills were kind of neat because, like, the one guy, we said we, he's streaming it from a headset. Uh-huh. And he's drunk at a party. And he dropped the headset and he put it on, but he put it on backwards. Put it on backwards. So you're seeing what's behind him. And he doesn't realize that he's walking around. Yeah. And, and so, like, the killer is kind of behind Stuff like that was pretty pretty fun. He was like, this killer doesn't follow the rules. Because he was like, if you're gay, you won't get killed. Yeah. And so as <laughs> the he's getting stabbed, he's like, but I'm gay. <laughs> if and, it helps. And, the, and he's like, if it helps, I'm gay. And then the killer just like shrugs. He just keeps on stabbing. <laughs> yeah, like the, the new, the new uh, the two cops. Um, and the one, both of them are pretty pretty well-known actors. And I'm terrible with names, but it, they're like the deputies, and they're kind of going over the new rules, and they're like, "How can you keep up with this stuff?" It's like new decade, new rules. It's like, oh man, and they they both get chopped. Whack one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of fun. Like, yeah, if you're gay, you don't get killed anymore. Um, but yeah, you still get killed, I guess, which is kind of funny though. It's like <laughs> he's gonna kill you. Ghostface gonna kill you regardless. So it all sort of culminates at. This big party, they have the Stabathon, yeah. and all the teenagers are there, and um, there's like webcams everywhere, and everybody's getting getting chopped. Swap, swap. And you really don't know who the killer is because nobody's nobody's that weird, and the ones who are kind of weird are kind of weak. Yeah. So you don't expect it. Like the AV kids are super nerds. Mm. And so it's like, well, what are they going to be able to do? You know, they're, they're pretty well, harmless. What are they going to be able to do? Turns out they're pretty good at killing. Well, so try 
Charlie is, he's one of the filmy dudes, and he is one. But you wouldn't think that because there was a scene where um, Kirby and Sydney were in the basement, and they have like a door on their basement, and it's got like windows and stuff. And Charlie was like, let me in, because he was talking to Kirby, and he was like, yeah. let me in. And, and and he had like blood on his hands and he was like, yeah, he oh wait, no, 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 he was like, no, 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 that's, that's Robbie's blood, it's, it's not. Ro- Robbie was his friend, the one who yeah. was like, I'm gay if it helps. Yeah. yeah, he was like, I just found him, it's okay, and then Kirby's like, I can't let you. I can't trust you, well, because Sydney, Sydney's in the house with her. Yeah. Uh, Kirby is Hayden Pinotaire, I believe that's how you pronounce it, from Heroes and all that. And, and she goes to open the door because they kind of have the hots for each other, Charlie and her. And which again is kind of that play like he's the nerd and she's the hot one, and it, he actually could get the girl like she does like him, yeah. which is kind of neat. And but Sydney's like, if you don't absolutely trust him, do not open that door because Sydney knows the rules. Yeah. She's been through this three times already. She doesn't trust him. She's she's hesitant. He's like, no, 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 this is somebody else's blood. And then a scream, person in a scream suit comes up and rams his head into yep. the door, and she like does it a few times. So you don't think, you immediately just like rule out sure. Charlie. Yeah. And then it like, lights go out outside, and it comes to, and he's like tied up to the chair. Like in the first movie, the boyfriend's tied to the chair, yeah. gotta answer the horror trivia questions so or he dies. And so she's like, what weapon did Jason have? She's like, a machete. And it was like, um, what weapon does Texas Chainsaw, well, does Leatherface have a chainsaw? And it's like, what was the first movie horror movie to do something? And she gets it wrong. The fir- yeah, the first slasher movie. Yeah. And she was like, psycho. And she was like, wrong, none of the above. And he was like, oh. So she was like, give me one more chance. And he was like, what does blah, 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 I have blah, 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 I can't remember. It's all right. And, and so she like names off all these horror movies and then nothing happens. He lives. And so, yeah, yeah, she's like... Much to his surprise, too. That was that was kind of a funny reaction shot from him. He, like, looks up. He expects to be dead, and he's looking around like, nobody like, killed me. Yeah. And then she goes outside, so she ties him oh. and stuff. And so he says some dumb catchphrase or something, and then stabs Kirby. Yep. And it's like, well, this is pretty elaborate, huh? Yeah, kill, kills her. And she's a known act, so you don't... Think she died. You don't, yeah, you just never really know kind of where these movies are going, which is part of the fun of them. Yeah, so we know we have one killer, and we always have two killers in the mm-hmm. screen movie. So it's like, okay, so Charlie, the 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 Culkin in this movie, he's he's a Culkin. I don't know which one he is, but he um, okay, he's a killer. Who's and the Charlie, other one? Charlie like comes back into the house, and he puts on like the scream suit, and he's he chases Sydney onto the roof. And yeah, elaborate chase like, sequence through the house. It's like, Jill, get into the bed. And so she's just chilling on the bed. She's like, Eat. Jill's the cousin. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, Jill's the cousin. And she's just under the bed, and like, the screen person walks by. Emma Roberts is her name. I believe that's her, the actress's name, Emma Roberts. I can't remember that, so I'm just going to say Jill. Okay. That's know who Jill is. Yeah, if you Jill. don't, it's not my problem. So, <laughs> and so he goes with Sid out onto the roof, and. Sydney is like, Jill, run. Like, trying to pretend like Jill, like, ran away. Right, yeah. To, like, save her. And then she, like, goes, she, like, falls off the roof. She falls off the roof, and yep. she, but, like, she catches herself on, like, the gutter. So she, like, hits Yeah, it's all very exciting. And then runs, yeah. And, like, drops down. She runs back into the house, and there's, like, Jill there. And she's like, what are you doing? Well, yeah, what's going and on? And she just... You, she was like, you were always the cousin that got the attention. She starts monologuing. Yeah. It's, yep. 
it's like this is kind of cheesy it's kind of cringy but okay what happened so she's like you were always you always got the spotlight it was always sydney 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 well i want to be the one on there and then she she she's like giving sydney her plan and she's okay so there's an ex-boyfriend yeah completely forgot about him it's trevor he's not really important no he just kind of shows up yeah. Oh, there was that one scene though, wherever they were in, in uh, Kirby's house, and she's like, "Get out of my house!" Because he was like, "I don't have my phone with me," and she's like, "Why are you even in my house?" She's like, "Well, because the door was unlocked," and yeah. she and he was just like, "I'm gonna try and go. I'm gonna go upstairs." She's like, "Just get out of my house!" Yeah, for, get out of my <laughs> house, Trevor. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so they're gonna pin all of the murder. On, yeah, they on like them, brought boyfriend. Trevor out of the closet. Yeah, they got him tied up just like the dad. Yeah. Plays a lot in the first movie. The dad was tied up in the closet and they're going to yeah, kill him. Ooh, I've been talking a lot because my brain is just like you know, sloshing around. It's All like, right. Well, so the idea is that uh, Jill is obsessed with fame. She's jealous that Sydney has gotten all this attention right. and she's got nothing. Just like there's a, there's a quick scene with Jill's mother. Who is Sydney's mother's sister? She She's Sydney's aunt. She killed her own mother. She did kill her own they mother. Were like yeah, her, her, her mom. And her, she just—you just hear. Her mom was pretty lame. Like, well, because her mom is obsessed. She's like, "Oh, my sister got all this attention. My sister, she ruined the family. Like, she's just kind of like bitter at the attention mm-hmm. that the other sister got." And it's the exact same thing with Jill and Sydney. She's jealous of all this attention Sydney's always gotten. So she's gonna kill Sydney. The idea is that Sydney snapped. And her and Trevor like killed a bunch of people. They have filmed all of the murders, and they're going to upload them to the internet. And they've traced it to uh, Trevor's phone. They stole his phone, and they're yeah. it's this whole like setup with internet streaming murders and blaming yeah. Sydney for it. So they like so they were gonna plan it like um, Jill was gonna like stab Charlie. And you deal with like we both got stabbed. We're both beaten up. So but we're going to survive, sucks. yeah. And so they, like, but then she's like, you know what, never mind. And so she stabs Charlie <laughs> yeah, in the heart. Straight up just murders Charlie. And she's Charlie. like, that's not what we planned. He's like, oops, well, yeah. I don't want to share this thing with anyone else, so. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, my mom's going to be so mad at me. Matthew Lillard's, when him and uh, the boyfriend in the first movie were stabbing each other. Yeah. It's a great, we got to go back and watch the first one. You're looking at me with these dead fish eyes, like you have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. I am not First one did it first, did it best. But yeah, so she kills Charlie. Or yeah, she kills Charlie. Oh, the Finn came through. He got Is your mic okay? Mic wire. Yeah. Okay. He got the mic wire cut. Caught, caught on his, his ears. Um, so the, so she and then she beats the bejesus out of herself. Yeah, she like takes like Trevor's hands and she yeah. like scratches herself and she makes him like rip out her rip out her hair. And, but they like shoot him in the head. Yeah. So it's supposed to look like he like shot himself afterwards. Yeah, or something. And so she like throws herself into a painting. So she's got glass right. all over her and she stabs herself in her shoulder. Uh, so she, she beats herself and, up real yeah. good. And they end up in the hospital. And the idea is that Sydney's supposed to die. Uh-huh. Jill's supposed to be the only survivor. And then she can tell whatever story she wants. Yeah. She wants to write a book with Gail. And then she finds out that Gail got attacked. We'll leave that for you guys to see that. <laughs> and so Gail got like stabbed in the shoulder too. In the shoulder, yeah. And so, she, and, but Dewey's there, and he's like, they're in the hospital at that yeah. point. The ambulance shows up, takes him to the hospital. 
Dewey is with Jill in her yeah. room. He's like, you're lucky you survived. Yep. You have so many injuries. She's like, but Sydney might live too, but she might not remember anything. So Jill was like, oh. And then she's like, well, I can write a book with Gail about our matching injuries. A shoulder one, yeah. And like, Dewey, doesn't, Dewey doesn't think anything of it. And then mm -hmm. he goes and he's like, he goes to Gail and he's like, Jill said that y'all could write a book about your matching injuries. And Gail's like, how did she know about that? And dun, it's like, dun, oh. dun. and Jill is on her way to go kill Sydney. Yeah, she learned that Sydney could very well pull through. It's touch and go, but she may pull through. Well, we can't have that because Sydney's a witness. So she just like is trudging her way over and Dewey's like, get all the officers down here. And so yeah. they're just like trying to stop her and Jill and Sydney are having this big old fight scene in the hospital room. Yeah, they're both all beat up. They both yeah. got these wounds, but they're trying to kill each other. Yeah. yeah. So that's nice to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. It was a good, uh, it was a good little, little fight scene there in the hospital room. Um, of course, obviously it all ends. With Dewey shows up uh -huh. and fights her. He gets the crap knocked out of him with a bedpan. And then the uh, isn't like Gail the hero in this one? It's the other officer who shoots him, shoots yeah. her, doesn't she? She gets the headshot. Oh yeah, because like there's there's like a side officer, and her and Gail are having like some problems yeah. with each other. Yeah, it's a, just side character. Oh, she shoots her, and and then oh, Sydney yeah, so, gets up and she's like, oh, they always come back for more. Wait, okay, so like. Uh, Jill found like a gun, and so she shot that officer. Right. But she, it, it looked like she died. But and so she's just chilling on the floor there, and then chilling. and then Have she's about coffee. to kill Sydney, and she's like, "Any last words?" And and Sydney was like, "Clear." And she's like, "Clear." And then Gail comes like, "She's like clear." And then she takes those like heart electro things and defibrillator in the head. Yeah, puts it right on her head. Oof. And she falls over, and so a couple minutes goes by. And they're all good. And then she, Jill, like gets up and she's like about to shoot or stab or something. Yeah, Sydney from and behind. And then she gets, she, Jill gets shot, and we're like, what? And then the other officer stands up. She like undoes her shirt. She's got that bulletproof vest dun, on. Dun, dun. And she was like, it'll save your life. Yeah. Wear the vest. Um, save your chest or yeah, something like wear that. Wear the vest. Save your chest. And <laughs> they're like, okay. <laughs> and so then. And, and then that's that's pretty much how it ends. Yeah. Which I hate. Why? Okay, so I have two problems with this movie. No, we're, so, we're sort of closing. Uh, this movie is very obviously written by a older, grown man. I believe the original screenwriter who wrote the first screen wrote this. Who at this point has got to be in his 40s or got to be in his 50s. And he's writing teenagers. Now, when you're 27... And you're writing a movie about teenagers, it's believable because not that long ago you were a teenager. You have no real responsibilities, you're broke, it's easy to identify with kids. But when you're like a millionaire and you've written successful horror movies, um, it, you can't do it. So it's the internet, the big push is the internet and social media, and all of these kids are like cyberspace, FaceTime, the internet, we're uploading to the web. And it's just nobody talks like this. Like in, in 2011, I was 31. And nobody talked like this, so it's it's just it's a little it's a little cringe, <laughs> listening to the the Utes uh, talk about talk about the internet in a way an old guy talks about the internet. The way grandmother talks. Trying about to convey technology, just all those buzzwords. I remember he was like, you know, we we upstreamed to cyberspace, and I was like, who the heck talks that way? 
That is so ridiculous. Nobody upstreams. It was. It what was. What is that? <laughs> it was awful. Just buzzwords that that nobody would use, and so that always bugs me when when you do that. I mean, like you don't have a nephew or a niece that you could run this dialogue by. Is this is this what the kids say? You know, like do a little research. Nobody cared. It made a bunch of money, anyways. But it bugs me. And the ending. So you know, I think we might have seen it with Russell and Abby. So the way the movie looks like it's going to go is that Emma Roberts' character, Jill, is going to survive. She's going to make it. And I thought for about two minutes that this was where this franchise was going to go. Again, it was a soft reboot. We're introducing new characters and we're sort of phasing out the old. And I thought, wouldn't it be awesome if it works, the plan works? Sydney dies in this movie. Right, she made it through the third one, which is usually when you know there are no rules in the third movie. She survived it, but now we're doing a reboot. So Sydney actually dies in this, and Jill lives, and she's a killer. So it's like the next the next movies could be her hiding her murder. Wait, this was what you This is what I thought this movie? is what I okay, thought I was, was like, going to happen. I don't think Sydney died. No, absolutely does not. Okay. It played it safe. I thought oh my god, they're gonna kill Sydney. And reboot the franchise with the killer being the main character. Like, she gets the fame, she gets the success, and she's also a psycho murderer. And nobody knows. And I thought, what amazing direction. It's going to be like American Psycho. Like, like this could go in a whole new way. I love, I thought, oh, this is brilliant. Like, this is going to revitalize the, the franchise. They're nah. never going to kill off the nah. other Nah, it just goes back That's to square one. That's what they one. made that in the movie. They, I think they made that point in the movie. They were like, the... the Original characters never die. Yeah, it was it was it was lame. I I, I thought it was I thought it was weak. I thought it was uh, creatively cowardly. If they even make another one, they're they are they are making another one. Oh wait, they are. They are making another one. Yeah, um, which is cool. But it's like at this point, well, isn't it just going to be the same? I I don't know. My enthusiasm for this one, and having seen, I know nothing about it. But just hey, we're making it. We're making another screen movie. When is it going to come out? I have no. If the coronavirus is throwing everything yeah. off, who knows. But I, I'm not as excited for this as I was for Scream Four because I thought Scream Four was going to take it in new direct, new creative directions, and it absolutely did not. Sydney will never die. Yeah, it's lame. I mean, it's it's there's no peril then, right? If Do- Dewey doesn't die. Oh, and this movie also completely ignores Dewey's uh, nerve damage. You know, he's been like horribly stabbed in all three movies to the point where in the the third one he's like gimpy. His his arm is like curled up and he and he like walks with a limp because he's got all this nerve damage from being stabbed, which made his character interesting because he seems like he's you know weak and he's disabled but he still saves the day. I love that, but in this one they just completely ignored it and he's just a normal guy and he's running around. He's a sheriff and he's just doing normal sheriff stuff. So uh, creatively, uh, they took the they took the lazy route. In this movie, with the ending and with with some of the the interesting challenges that Dewey's disability could could present, I was kind of like in one of the movies, like a knife gets thrown at Dewey to, to his head, yeah, and like the dope. I think that, I think that's in the third one. Yeah, the the handle, yeah, the handle hits him and knocks him out. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love Dewey, and and it's still great in this one. But uh, yeah, this movie this movie I think took some uh, some shortcuts creatively and for me it suffers for it and particularly the ending i thought even in the theater i was like oh they're just doing uh, okay 
<laughs> it was still fun. Still a fun movie. But you like it though, right? Yeah, I like it's it. It's your favorite one. You say, oh, only because you don't remember the first one. one. Yeah, no, the first one's still the best one. But all four movies are definitely worth a watch. You know, there's a there's a lot more cursing in this movie than I remember. This movie has a lot of unnecessary forced cursing. And I don't like that. I and I've always made it clear that I don't I don't mind cursing. Nope. I don't like just force like what the F is going on here? This F is stupid. It's like, who, why would people talk like this just to get an R rating? Because the movie's, the movie's pretty tame otherwise. Like, even the kills aren't, there's no like guts everywhere or anything like that. It's all pretty, pretty tame, especially compared to the first movie where like Drew Barrymore's disemboweled, like hanging from a tree. You know, like that's a whole, pretty horrifying opening. Uh, this movie's nothing like that, but it's just, a, it's just a lot of forced cursing. And I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I can't exp- can't express enough how much I hate that in writing. Yeah. So I don't know. So if you if you got kids, especially you know if you haven't seen the first three, you definitely don't want to see four. But for teenagers, this movie's great. Okay. This is a solid movie for teenagers. My only real issue with it, other than creative wise, is is just the unnecessary cursing. I just find it annoying. If anything, I don't have any moral problem with it. It's just lazy writing. Which I think that's been my theme of all the criticisms of this movie is that the writing has been kind of lazy. But I don't guess it bothered you. No. No. I don't even remember any of the cursing. How many water bottles? One out of ten water bottles. Are you gonna give Scream for? I give this nine out of ten water bottles. Ooh, that is high praise. I told you it was my favorite. It is your favorite. I'm gonna give it seven. I'm gonna give it seven water bottles. Seven Wonder Woman coffee mugs. Out of ten, because that's what I'm drinking out of. Yeah, we'll use that. I don't really like water bottles too much. Do we have any idea of what we're going to watch next? Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Nightmare on Elm Street 4. That... Like we have to watch the first, the yeah. third one. Yeah, we wanna, I want to get you caught up on the third one, because they tie in. So we're just going to watch three for fun, and then watch four for work. So we hope you'll tune in next week. We're real excited to do Nightmare on Elm Street 4. It's not as good as three, but it's still an awesome movie. Until next week, what do we tell people? Stay scary. Stay scary. Goodbye.